Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Landerson Hooper. The world-famous Landerson Hooper, by the way. And it's true. Lenny, why don't you... I know you have that clip ready to go. I didn't even ask you to have it ready. I I don't, actually. I didn't didn't think you'd want me to play it, so... so Yes, I I do. Oh, alright. I can can get it right now. I'll give it to you right now. Hold on. Landy made his, like, hundredth appearance on the Michael K. Show. Is that the Michael K. Show? Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, I didn't. I mean, they talked about me because I, because I won. Um, for those of putting, you, who, are you putting all that money, all that thousand dollars to gambling? Um, I told my wife that I was going to do that, and she said that was not going to happen. She said that wasn't okay. Christmas money. Uh, she, she said it's going towards bills. And I was like, "Can can I have some of it?" Oh, and she was funny. like, "No, we have bills." And I said, "But I, but I What's won the money. Newfound money. I won. Wow. I won the money." I said, "Can I at least buy myself a Lego or two? And she said, "Fine, I'll I'll allow that." She'll Unbelievable. Allow it. Yeah, that is that is that is pathetic in so many fucking ways. <laughs> I, know, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. A, she's she's telling you what to do with the money you won. I know. And yeah. she's gonna let you buy some Legos, and that's an, that's enough to appease you. A couple Lego boxes. My wife would never. She 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 thinks I'm a real schmuck though, because we went out to dinner before, and I said I just won't give you the check when it when it comes in the mail. And she's like, you couldn't, you you don't even know how to deposit a check in the bank. I said, <laughs> like, what kind of a moron do you think I am? I, I did do stuff on my own before we got married. I know how to deposit a. So, so your wife is the one who handles all the financial stuff, obviously? Yeah, I don't do anything. Wow. Yeah. Learning a lot that I did not know. Did you know that, Barry? Uh, no, I did not know that. Who does the that. financial stuff in your house, Barry? We just switched. My wife had done it for all of these years. We've been married 17 years. and She's done it the entire time. Wow. Just like three weeks ago, we switched. She handed it over to me because- Why? Why? Because yeah. she doesn't do a great job. And she knows that I I would be capable of doing a great job. So, what is what I, does she not do well about it? She just doesn't. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't anticipate when certain things are due to make sure that oh. there's enough money in the account, and you know oh. she doesn't pay things at the right times. Oh, so she handed oh. it over to yeah. me. After how many years? Seventeen years of marriage. Seventeen years. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. That's a big change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a long time coming, mm. but so now All I, right, Blandy, do you have it? Have we killed I do. have we have I have we... it. I'm ready. Okay. So uh yeah, so I won a thousand dollars on the Michael K show. Um and two tickets to, to their twentieth anniversary special. Uh and then here we go. This isn't me winning. They they said my real name. Oh, I'm play the fucking is... clip, Blandy. A really quality dude. Landerson yeah. Hooper is the one who won the thousand dollars in the tickets. That sounds like a fake name. So no, but he no, no, he he's the guy who's been listening for years. No, I get it. I just think the name's fake, but that's all right. Witness protection program works for us. You don't think that's his given name, Blanderson Hooper? No, I think it, it's a playoff of Anderson Cooper, Don. Well, then it's not well, his name, is it? <laughs> you know, I know where I know where he's going. I just questioned that that was his birth name. How do they get your name, like? Is it on a tweet? Or is that yeah. the name you call in with? No, well, you, you know, that uh, when I call in, yeah, I use Blanderson Hooper because you guys were like, you should use Blanderson Hooper. So that's what I've been doing. So when but I the called, contest winner? When I called and I won the contest, I had to give my real name and they announced my real name over the radio. So then later, like a couple of minutes later, I tweeted at them and I said, 
that you using, you know, the Blanderson Hooper account that I was the one who had won. Well, congratulations, man. Thank All you. right, guys, wherever you listen, uh, leave us some ratings and reviews. Barry, where, where, where can they call us? What's they can call us at 516-33-MESH1. That's 516-336-3741. And please subscribe to the one podcast that always comes back. Just like we tell our kids, guys. Hit it, Blandy. What is up? It's Hotepe. We need a pod, boys. I miss you guys almost as much as I miss Uncle Funkel. Our lo- Where is Uncle Funkel, by the way? I don't know. He died. Uncle Funkel, are you okay? Barry. Oh, don't you would know. He's, he is your uncle. Is that right, what happened? Did away. you go to his funeral? No. No. Why not? Is there a shiva? He, he was ostracized from the family, so nobody went to uh, his funeral. He oh, died alone. Miserable. Uh, yeah. That is very sad. Um, yeah, we're back. It's the, the longest stretch in a little bit <laughs> that we haven't done a show. We're going to do one after the Nets game. But I ended up working late. It was going to be a really late night. Then we got slaughtered by the Nets. But we decided before the game we weren't even going to do it that night. But we're back. Yeah, We're back yeah, on a normal exhausted. schedule now. By the way, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to get through the show without all of a sudden... What now, Barry? What is going on right now? This is becoming a very annoying show. I'm not sitting up all night editing this shit, Barry, so you better figure this out. Can you tape it down? For the second time now, Barry's mic has cut out. Barry, I might just leave some of this in the show. Are you doing okay? What's going on with the microphone? I I don't know. I I don't know what to tell you. It's the same setup I always have, but something's happening. Is the wire coming loose? Yeah, the the wire is coming loose. Are you pushing it back in after? Because I'm not seeing you push it back in. <laughs> Jay, are you seeing him push it back in? How are you going to see me push it back in? It's below the camera. But I'm not seeing you. <laughs> Blandy's enjoying every second of this. It's usually you. That's that's right. I'm just enjoying you talking about pushing it back in. Wait, oh, what? Speaking of pushing it back in, I, I had a horrible day today. Uh, I was in pain through most what? of the day today <laughs> because my hernia was acting up. And, you know, it's this bulge out of my belly button. And it was bigger than normal today. Is it, and it really? was hard. Yeah. Because mine does not bulge. Mine does. And it Wait, sometimes is bigger than Back normal. Is it, is it always bulging out of your belly button? It, there's always a lump. But oh. today um, I woke up. I was fine. It's only, it, I've been dealing with this for like probably like eight months. But it's only been painful once or twice. Today it was painful throughout most of the day. I didn't wake up with it. I, it was happening like the middle of my workout. All of a sudden, it started hurting, and it was really painful um, for at least half the day today, maybe three quarters. Of the like day. how big is it? Like a golf ball or smaller? Smaller than a golf ball. It's like a peanut M. Uh, no, bigger than a peanut M and M. Do you have that, Blitendy? Yeah, I just when I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, I found out I have the oh. same thing. But I don't. I I don't oh, have. That like, sounds horrible. Anything. Yeah, you can't really do anything for relief, you know. No, um, there's certain things Even that make it worse. Things you could do for relief. I have not been able to find them. Oh, never mind. We're talking about two different things. Do you? If you rub it, it doesn't relieve it. No, it's worse. No. If, if, oh. I can't even cross my arms because if my arm touches it, <laughs> it, it, it hurts even more. Oh. Your kids ever punch it by accident? No, but but again, oh. normally it doesn't bother me. Something, you know, they, they say, even though it's just like fatty tissue, they say you can, you know, it's almost like pulling muscle sometimes did you and it ha- pain. Last night, did you have any- Sexy time. And maybe you heard it that way? No, no sexy time last okay. night. Well, he, said, well, he was working out and started hurting, so. Yeah, it was, it was in the maybe middle of the Maybe that's just what he told us because he didn't want to, you know, talk out of school about his wife. Yeah, his wife worked him real hard because she gave the financials to him. It's <laughs> a way to thank him. Guys, basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, I clicked Christ. it. Nothing happened. Got one fucking job. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, why did I eat a candy corn in the middle of this ad? Um, Bet Online. 
features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, the NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even... Oh, golf! Did you see that? Wow, you guys are wow. amazing. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to see what the fuck just happened. Head on over to betonline.ag. It was magical. And it was a hole-in-one. Is that right. one sound effect or two? That was amazing. That's two separate sound effects. Head to BetOnline to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAVE to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Blandy. Nice <laughs> 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 shot. Nice shot. Woo. Well, it has been a roller coaster ride over the past week, guys. Up and down we go. Uh, blew out by the Celtics. We killed the fucking Wolves. Blew out by the Nets, embarrassingly, on national TV. And then, eh, I wish we blew out the Pistons, but I guess it was a comfortable win most of the way. It's It's been a tough week, up and down. Blandy, play Ralph's montage so we can all feel how it felt again. All right, here we go. Yeah, because it got too close for comfort there at the end. Knicks first the Celtics. Gonna be another tough one. It's a dog fight. <laughs> Next take the lead, motherfuckers. Another game, another loss. Knicks versus Timberwolves and Jericho Sims is starting. Well, all of a sudden Julius Randle and Knicks are hitting a bunch of threes. Ain't no stopping OB Toppin. Wow, Knicks by 25. Unbelievable. Knicks win, Knicks win, Knicks win. We're back to 500. Knicks versus Nets tonight. Let's see how this goes. We are losing bad to the Nets, and it's not even halftime. Well, we lost bad to the Nets, so, yeah. All right, Knicks versus Pistons. We better win this one. Knicks leading the Pistons by... 10 at the half. Grimes really looks good out there. Looks like it adds something to the team. Well, the Knicks fought hard and hung on and won the game. Knicks win! Knicks win! Knicks win! That was the most unenthusiastic Ralph Knicks win win I have ever heard. Both of them I don't think were so great. Either Yeah, Minnesota and Detroit. You know, I'm kind of feeling that way. Like, I'm not getting that excited when we win because lately it seems like it's in between these terrible losses and the wins that we're getting just are not feeling Well, again, very it's, good. they're beating the teams that you're expecting them to beat. You know, if they beat a juggernaut of a team, you'd be excited. And they're beating the teams you expect to beat, something. but then we're getting slammed. Slammed by the... By the decent teams, but, and it and it feels like it just feels like we are the best of the shitty teams right now. But isn't this what we expected? It's exactly what was expected. Some of us, yes. Barry, expected it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about forty-one, forty wins. We win a game, we lose a game. We win a game, we lose a game. Best I mean, of the shitty teams is is like creeping your way into the play-in. That's literally what it is. And that's 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 this team. I mean, I right think now. we're we're in for this for another seventy games, basically. Don't you think? It certainly feels that way. I mean, look, Tibbs hasn't even settled on a rotation yet. He's he's playing eleven guys out there. Half the guys don't know what they're doing out there on the court. There, there's no set groups. Um, people are just lumped in with everybody. It's hard to get a read on what this team is trying to do. They still have no identity. From game to game, it's a different guy that's stepping up. Tonight was uh, against Detroit was a little bit more balanced, but they're they're finding their way, and and it's not the type of finding your way that's going to click in twenty games. I feel like it's a type of thing that's going to be 45, 50 games, where maybe you hope that this team locks into something that's a long ways but, off but, but, a strong but, finish it but is but like you it said is. like you said before the season you guys were both saying 500 team or under i'm barry you might have said under 500 someone did yeah. um but this is but you think they they can get better than this 
when they're 50 games in or or maybe I, a little maybe like, they're just not yeah, getting killed in games i feel like there's a way they could get better because look this team plays its best basketball when they play fast and when they move the ball and there's huge chunks of time throughout games and then there's entire games where you don't see ball movement at all you know it's it's like the the brooklyn game when it was just like a lot of julius randall and i don't care he had it going because that wasn't team basketball what we were seeing with them and you know you want to call it a lack of energy a lack of effort it was a lot of fucking julius randall more than i care to see this team succeeds when they move the ball so how do we get consistent i mean i'm, I'm to the point now and i know it's early in the season and i've never really came down hard against thibodeau but i feel like i'm almost at the point where is this a coaching thing you know and i know a lot of the fan base have been on this for a long time, basically since day one that Tibbs has been here, that they thought he wasn't the right coach for this team. And I'm starting to get there myself. Yeah, I mean, I like I'm a little confused because you're you you're saying that this is basically what you expected, but now you're thinking you want to fire the coach, even though this is what you expected. Because I've seen what the team's capable of. I'm starting to feel that way because, and I said it before the season, I, you know, I said more, I said, I think I said like 45, 46, 47 wins or something. And that if they were 500, I would think that was horrible, like disappointing. And it is starting to feel like that's what we're going to be. So yeah, I want to, I don't want to be a 500 team at the end of the season. I don't see the point of that. I don't see the point of being a 500 (laughs) team that played Julius Randle all season. Julius Randle carried us. And then we end up outside the lottery and we just miss the playoffs. I don't see the fucking point. So yeah, I would rather move Julius Randle. I'd rather dump Tom Thibodeau and see if anyone else can get us seven games over or 15 games under. I just want to be one way or the other right now. And I don't see the point of winning every other game the rest of the year. Right. Well, the thing is, you know, none of us have a crystal ball. We don't know what the Knicks record is going to be at the end of the season. And still so early in the season that it's hard to to pivot, you know, and, and make a move like that. Unless, you know, when, when you say move Julius Randle, unless it's really to get something back or what are you doing? You know, you're going to get more playing time for the young guys and then hope that you tank into the ground to get a, to get a high pick because there's no guarantees there either. You may move Randle and this team now does move the ball more and they still stay a 500 team. Because they're not going to get the point production that Randall was giving you. Yet they're going to be a more fun team to watch. And yet they're still 500. But their players so, may be able to develop more. Everyone says that like Thibodeau is playing young guys because he has no choice. right? He, they are getting minutes. But when they're out there with Julius, kind of like eats up the offense. Sometimes. You know, they're not getting the touches, as many touches and offensive opportunities as they would if he wasn't out there. Um, you started talking about Julius. In November, his numbers are really good, right? He, he um, leading into the Pistons game, 23 points a game in November, 8.8 boards, three assists, four and a half turnovers a game, which is terrible considering he's not handling the ball like he used to. When he was getting like three turn, three plus turnovers a game the last few seasons, people would say, well, yeah, but he handled, he's like a point guard out there. But he's past five or six games, four and a half turnovers a game, and he's not running the offense. Um, but he's shooting 43% from three this month, 48 from the field. Barry, is he playing as well as those numbers over that past handful of games? Uh, it, it's game to game for me because it's crazy because you look at his numbers and, you know, against Brooklyn when he had 24 points on seven of 15 from the field, four of eight from three, um, six of nine from the line. He had 11 rebounds, three assists. And I feel like against Detroit when he only had 21 points, 8 for 18 from the field, 0 for 7 from 3. With all that, I feel like he played better against Detroit because I felt like his defensive intensity was better against Detroit. I felt like he battled for rebounds more against Detroit than he did against Brooklyn. So that that's what's crazy to me. It's like, you know, I, I don't know if you want to call it empty stats or he's just like, you know, hyper-focused on one part of his game sometimes, but that's what I felt like it was. You know, these these inflated numbers that he had in a poor performance. And again, you know, he had more pr- turnovers, twice as many turnovers against Brooklyn than he did against Detroit as well. Um, so, yeah, I, it's not that I, I don't think that those numbers are accurate of him. I just think it's like a game-to-game basis. 
And we know he's better when he just reduces his role a little bit. And he'll still get those numbers, but he's got to have a reduced role. And look, against Detroit, RJ shined. Brunson shined. Again, Mm -hmm. a game where the three of our, you know, the head of our snake, the three-headed snake that we have, they all got their 20 points. Listen, like, yeah, RJ had a good game, right? He had, RJ had 30. 30 points, five boards, five assists for RJ. Uh, Jalen played a great game, 26.7 assists, four steals, no turnovers. Uh, but it was Detroit. I mean, it's Detroit Pistons without Cade Cunningham. <laughs> I right. mean, they're 3-10 on the season now. I mean, a terrible team. So you can't read too much into RJ's no. good game, Jalen's good game. Unfortunately, um, you can't. What was the game? Julius against the Wolves. He got he he started getting on fire from three. Right, that was the game where he had a lot of threes. Right. Yeah, everybody was was knocking it down from. Everybody three. was. But yeah, like, that, since I mean, then, he had eight three pointers that game. Yeah, I feel like since that game, and it's only been a few games since that game. But he's now he's shooting a ton of threes because he feels like he can make them all. <laughs> right. Like the, it's in the beginning of the season. We're still in the beginning of the season, but in the first handful of games, he was letting the offense come to him and he wasn't just hoisting up threes because he thought everyone was going to fall. 0 for 7 against Detroit. Well, um, go, go, over those last three games, not counting Detroit when he was 0 for 7, going into the Detroit game, he was 15, yeah, 15 for 28. From three, yeah, he's been shooting them great, but but because of that, he's shooting them whenever he can, right? Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I feel like I'm worried that he's reverting back <laughs> to Julius of last year, but I guess we'll wait and see. He's still on his happy pills, that's for sure. Yeah, I saw a really funny tweet where some, uh, I think it was the Nets game, where someone said, "I'm pretty confident Julius is on Molly." right now oh okay <laughs> that's funny i didn't see that i didn't see that but i, I definitely think, had the thought don't you think it would be hard for him to revert back to last year just because of the presence of brunson like he may he may want to do that and he might like default to that at times but i think having brunson there keep him in check I, yeah i i think yeah. that protects us Really, from if if there wasn't anybody else who was like ball dom- dominant, and he it was this was still his job, I could see it. But the fact that somebody else is going to be bringing up the ball most of the time, I think hopefully that'll that'll keep him in check. We'll, we'll see. I think it depends on how Julius is playing. Honestly, I think if Julius is struggling and having a terrible season at some point, I think that's going to dictate his mood. I think he's just in a good mood because the season's begun and it hasn't gotten there yet. Bad mood last year. Had bad. Had a struggle. Struggled last year. Team struggled. Um, I will see. I hope you're right. Uh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Barry. You you mentioned you're losing faith in Tom Thibodeau. Did you see the tweet from Stefan Bondi about Derek Rose? Yes. Derek Rose, who by the way, immediately following this quote, got how many minutes? Well, not as many minutes as I thought. 16 minutes against the Pistons. He came in really early in the first quarter, um, which was surprising because he has been getting like quickly. 10, 12 minutes a game. Uh, Stefan Bondi had a, I, I don't know if he interviewed Derek or if he just pulled the quote from somewhere else, but Derek said, I'm letting everyone be. The last guy Thibodeau wants to hear from is the guy who has been in the league for 15 years going in and complaining and bitching, just trying to give everyone their space. And this was Rose basically commenting on that Tibbs hasn't spoken to him once this season about his reduced playing time, which is crazy to me. I mean, Derek Rose has been by Tibbs' side forever. We we heard the press conference before the season about how Tibbs was t- calling, emailing him all off season about his diet. And Rose is apparently a little upset that nobody's talked to him about why he's only getting like eight, 10 minutes a game this year. I don't know that he's upset. He said he hasn't been spoke to about it and he's not about to bring it up. Look, I, it's, it's obvious. He's 34 years old. He's coming off multiple injuries, some pretty big ones. And there's a lot of young players on this team. And he hasn't played very well either when he's been in there. 
And he was a guy that you could count on. I guarantee you, if he was hitting his shots when he was in there, this first few you know games, even though he wasn't getting a, a huge amount of minutes, and you could say, look, that's why he's not doing well, because he's not getting into rhythm. But it didn't matter when he was in there the last two years, and even in limited capacities. And I know he got a lot of minutes, but he only played 26 games last year. When he was in those games, he performed really, really well. That could be part of it. And why does Thibodeau have to say anything to him? Derrick Rose is a professional. And like you said, they have that type of relationship where if he really felt like he had to say something to him, I'm sure he could. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think this is Derrick Rose complaining. I think this is Derrick Rose showing a sense of maturity that exactly what he said. Why am I going to go complain? He doesn't want to hear from me complaining. You know, I, I don't think there's that much to complain about. And I don't think there's that much to, to really dig up here. That's my opinion. Yeah, I didn't really think it was that That's big of a fair. deal either. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a big deal. To me, I just thought it was unusual that I just want Tibbs to communicate with his players. And we've heard murmurs of this over the past few years with Tibbs about him not communicating well with 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 young guys, with with vets, with with why certain players aren't playing and pe- players have gotten frustrated and it's confusing maybe to players. Like Cam Reddish might be a little confused tonight. Right, yeah, Cam Reddish has been playing a lot of minutes. He hasn't exactly been lighting it up lately, but he's been playing hard. And then Tibbs he starts starts the game right. Uh, plays eighteen minutes in the game. He basically subs out. Uh, you know, in the first quarter at some point, um, Fournier comes in, and then Grimes comes in and replaces him. Doesn't see a, doesn't see a minute the rest of the first half. Grimes didn't play in the second half. Do you think Grimes was? Is okay? Or are they just I don't know what's going on in? there. I really don't know what's going on with He Grimes. looked good in the first half. I was excited. I actually tweeted Quentin Grimes is back, and I felt like a fucking idiot because he didn't come back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if anybody's going to have rust compared to the other guys out of the floor, it's going to be Quentin Grimes because, you know, he, he's, he's played quick. a couple of minutes here and there, and that's it. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't... I don't know if these limited minutes are. I mean, what, what it, it came out that he was situational, which is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Oh, can, he was know. situational, and then he started the next game. Exactly. So I don't know. I really don't know what's going on uh, right there. I really I don't. Mean, my I, guess is that he, you know, he. Some I totally interrupted you right there. But my okay. guess, my guess is that he, you know, he's been playing, and then he goes down, right? Because he he he's sore the next day. So maybe they are easing him back in and they're just giving him eight minutes and they're trying to ho- see if he can be okay tomorrow, you know? It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It is bizarre for a young player to have to fucking do this. Yes. Right. right. And then at that point, why not just like keep him out for a while? Right. Until he's- Make sure he's you better. Know, fully ready to go. <laughs> you know. It's frustrating. Um. Yeah. Uh, by the way- uh. Thibodeau, let's get back to Thibodeau. Knicks defensively this year, number 19 in the league, defensive rating. 15th in blocks, 26th in steals, 28th in opponent second second chance points. Can we do anything if we're if we're that bad defensively? I mean, that's supposed you to be Thibodeau's thing. You didn't three-point defense, correct? Right? You didn't give a, a stat on I'm, that? I'm, do you have the stat for three-point defense? No. Because I've looked it up. I, I, you see all the defensive stats for teams, I feel like, vary everywhere you look. And I've seen where it, we, we're not that bad defensively against three-pointers. But visually, just watching the games, it seems like Let's we're see. terrible. Um, but Barry, if Thibodeau, while, while Blandy pulls up that stat, okay. what's Thibodeau doing well? For this team right now. No, you're 100% right. Because that's the one thing you would think you could count on from a Thibodeau team is the defense. Clean that shit up. And I mean, it I seems like it doesn't matter who we play. You know, they're not they're not pulling their weight. The guys aren't pulling their weight on defense. And that's something you don't expect. You know, and we know there's going to be nights where they're not shooting the ball. There shouldn't be nights where they're not defending. I mean, and we that against comes on, the Pistons. That comes on the coach, especially gave up 100, 112 points to the Pistons. They shot twenty two percent from three. Yeah, and they had a ton of second chance opportunities. Oh yeah, that, I mean, that that was a big thing tonight. There were a lot of times where the Pistons missed the shot, and then they got a second shot, or they got a third shot. 
That that was a big problem tonight. Mm-hmm. So, Blandy, what is the stat for three points? We defense? are, according to this, thirteenth in the league, allowing thirty five percent on threes. Over the last three games, we have been allowing forty one point three percent on threes. Okay, so the last three games we've been terrible, not including the Pistons. I assume that is. Um, I would assume that doesn't include this game. All right, you guys want to hear some voicemails? We got some good ones let's, let's this week. Um, this is sponsored by BetStamp. Uh, Barry, you, you told Bet us you've got some some great BetStamp ads to read here. 36 seconds, you said. I said 32. 32? If you oh, are 32. betting on the NBA, <laughs> I'm talking to you. If you're betting on the NBA or anything else, and you're only using one or two sportsbook apps, what are you doing? This is your hard-earned money we're talking about, which is why you should have BetStamp. BetStamp is a 100% free app that compares all the sports books and does the line shopping for you, so you'll know where to place your next bet to get the best odds. The only way to get an edge in online sports betting is by having multiple accounts at different sports books. Download the BetStamp app today and use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE. And after you download the BetStamp app, DM Craig Blandy or myself to find out how we can help you score even bigger with BetStamp. Wow. Oh, Pretty good, Barry. Oh, I'm not on that same page. You gotta. It's a different page, man. Is that my problem? What, what, why are you not on the same page? Because there's different. There's like. Six Go back different... to the other page when there's a betting ad being read. <sighs> good job, Barry. Did you write Thank that you. or they give that to you? I wrote that, Craig. Wow. Wow. All right, Blandy. Let's do some voicemails. All right, here we go. It's Doctor Dicky up in this bitch. Let's fucking mm. go. Here we go. What up, Doctor Dickie here? Yo, Craig. Of course I'm listening to the to the fucking app. I mean, how would I? Did I say he didn't? On Barry's yeah. opinion in the last voicemail, <laughs> if I didn't, I heard you asking about me sending cookies for the sweatshirt. Uh, I didn't respond to that because it's ludicrous to mail cookies. They're gonna come to you. They're gonna be stale. They'll probably be all falling apart what? in the box. Like, I, don't I mean, like that. for real. What are you out of here? What are you talking about? There's plenty what, of companies that mail big bits. I am looking forward to this Knicks-Nets game. I really just want to watch the Nets crumble. Crumble at our fingertips, just like your cookies in the box. Yes, sir. The hard next slide. I left that in because what a depressing voicemail. He thought yeah. the Nets were going to crumble. And they should have, I think. How do we not win that game? All they have is KD. <laughs> That's not Jesus. all they have, though. Ah, mostly. They've Come got on. they've got some good players now they've around. Got Joe Harris, some players that got are back Claxton, on the court. They've got Seth come Curry. On. You know, it's not like yeah. oh come on. It's not like they're devoid of oh, talent. Craig. They embarrassed us. Well, that they did. Come on. I just want to point out. I took a quick, just a five second Google search. David's cookies. David's Cookies, they mail their cookies all over the United States. Of course, everybody God mails right stuff. They do. And hear about, hey, just be aware, your cookies will probably be crumbled when they get to you, and then you'll have to like eat crumbs. No. You know why, Dickie? Because Dickie's like, oh, they just want me to like throw some in a box here at the shop and shove it in a box. Yeah, it's going to probably be shitty if it gets to us that way. There's going to be a little care put into it. That's right. right. Like a nice little care package. Yeah, we. if crumb cakes can be shipped everywhere... Crumb cakes that actually have crumbs on sitting on top of the cake, and that's not getting crummy. No, it's not. Cookies can. Sounds like an excuse to me, Craig. Yep. So you'll keep waiting for that fucking hoodie, Dickie. <laughs> keep waiting. <laughs> All right, next one. Fuck, man. This is Brandon. I'm at the game in Brooklyn. This is the worst fucking game I've ever seen the Knicks play. I'm next to a lot of Mets fans. 30 years I was rocking with him. No more, Nick. No more. I get 30 years of my life. Wait. Donovan Mitchell. This is what I'm dealing with. I get 30 years of my life. Done. Done. Donovan Mitchell. Fuck my life. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> what was he, that guy he, saying he gave 30 years of his life to the Knicks and now he's a Net fan? I don't know what was going on what there. A fucking but loser. He was chanting Donovan Mitchell, which, which that's hard to hear. 
Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's having an MVP season over there in Cleveland. What else we got, Blandy? Wait, speaking of Donovan Mitchell, did you see what Sam Amick of The Athletic reported today? No, what? About how, I guess, he spoke to Mitchell and Mitchell said he thought it was a a done deal to the Knicks. How it was, from what he heard, it was R.J. Barrett and a, a ton of picks. Okay. Why he would say that now, I don't know, but that's what he said. All right, D.B., Hey fellas, it's DB. I'm uh, walking my dog in the rain, which is kind of symbolic of how I feel after that Nets loss. Uh, could not be more depressing. Uh, I just we need Julius Randle to stop with the hero ball bullshit. You know, he he shot those eight threes in that game, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, I'm Julius Randle again. Like, I want to fucking you know dribble off my knee, you know, into a double team." Like. I don't know what we're thinking with him. Um, but I was just thinking why I'm so depressed. I mean, shit, we got blown up by the Hawks. We got blown out by the Nets. And before that, we got blown out by the Cleveland Cavaliers and the whole fucking Donovan Mitchell bullshit. Uh, can you think of any other team that would feel worse to get blown out by than the Hawks, the Nets, and the Cavaliers? I can't think of any other teams that would feel worse. So... I guess, oh. I guess we're kind of lucky that we're not all feeling suicidal at this point. But, uh, I mean, he does have a really good point. When it comes to three teams, that is, it's not good. It's not right, good three teams look. you want to get up to play for. Not, not a good right? feeling. Yeah, I mean, Barry, how much money did you spend on those Cavs tickets? A good chunk of my money. Do you regret that? Are you gonna? No, you, you regret? No, you're gonna watch no. us get slaughtered. And watch Donovan Mitchell light us up. From what I don't, I don't want to see that. Well, when is that? What what day is that? Sunday, December fourth. Maybe they turn things around in the in the next three weeks. (laughs) 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 You never know, Craig. You got to play the game next, Blandy. Uh, I'm gonna go murder Jim. Murder. What up? It's murder Jim. Fuck, man. Just when you think, you know, you're like, well, you know, all right, you know, man, maybe we got some. They put out a fucking piece of shit game like this. Like, fuck, dude. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. I mean, it's just like, it's like, you're going to be, there's going to be games like this, but not on the nationally televised game versus the fucking fucking Jersey Nets. Like, fuck. Fuck, fuck. Fuck, dude. I don't even know what's happening. I, I was blacked out for the half the fucking game, so I just couldn't. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and, and then I kind of checked back in later. I'm like, well, maybe they'll make a fake run at least. And I was just like, I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just calling because, you know, to commiserate with you fucking, with you guys, because uh, uh, that was a fucking, that game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard It's a real hard one tonight. God damn it, dude. When he gives his, his life, he talks a little bit like this, and then he goes out. Yeah, and we need it. Oh, man. Need it. Oh. This is our murder gym impersonation, Blandy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's hopping. He's all over the place. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, he's, I can't. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're, you're all right, murder gym. You'll be all right. <laughs> Just keep doing whatever you're doing. Uh. <laughs> Yo, fellas, it's Hotape. Hotape. Yes, Craig, it's Spanish for JP. Uh, it's the sum total of what I remember from two years of high school Spanish. But I thought you guys had fucking figured that out like two calls ago when Barry said it, like repeatedly. Anyway, so yes, it's Ho- JP on the driver's license. But when I call into a hard next life, I become hooked up. Okay, so pause it, Blandy. AKA Bing Bong Hit. So it's it's JP. He's not Spanish in any way. No. Because we were actually no. wondering if it was his name was actually Hotape. And his I name is JP. You weren't? No. You knew? Oh. No, he wasn't. Oh Barry God. was very insistent that it was JP. For weeks. Yeah, JP, he's been but but like a Spanish guy 
named Hotepe, who also called himself JP. No, no? Barry was the very only thing that's that the only thing that's strange now is the fact that it says JP on his driver's license. That's weird. Because you thought it would say Hotepe. No, because no. I would think it would we'll be like John Peter is. or something. Like, right? You wouldn't what, think when does it, it have just initials that. on a driver's? Oh, license? I have one of my wife's good friends that she grew up with. This guy, his Damn. first name is the letter K. What? The letter K? Yeah. Then how do you pronounce it? K. Oh. Not, not K. <laughs> <laughs> right. One letter. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I, I don't know. Very odd. Okay. All right. Continue with uh, Bing Bong hits or okay. whatever. I'm calling after the uh, Brooklyn. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, pause it again. Hold on. <laughs> Can I just say why I was just laughing so hard when you said K? Oh, because of cut, cut, cut. Is that stupid? Cut? Yeah, because that stupid CLT. Right, the argument we had. Blandy never thinks he's fucking wrong. Never thinks you, he's wrong. You guys are wrong. Go ahead, Blandy. Uh, this 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 could very well be a news story, but it, but it wouldn't have made it into your news. So t- tell the story right now. Explain what we were talking about. They they unveiled the Charlotte Hornets City Edition jerseys the other day, and they took a ton of shit on social media because the front of the jersey says CLT. Which I didn't understand why they're taking a ton of shit for. I didn't get it. It it, it says clit, basically. It no, does. I even I showed it to my wife, and the first thing my wife said was, why does it say clit on their jerseys? What? Yes. Okay. And that's my wife, so it had nothing to do with like having a dirty mind. That's just what I it think, looks like. See, and I think if I pronounced it out or sounded it out, it would just as much say cult. No. As yeah, it does clit. That, Jay was like trying to say like, come on, no. CLT? Pronounce it, it's like, and it's clit, and I was, and Barry was like, "No, cut." Yeah, and I have as dirty a mind as anybody. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Isn't CLT me and, me like and basically the, all of Twitter can't be wrong? Isn't CLT wrong. like the airport code for Charlotte or something? Is that where it comes? I thought from? it was CHA, and that's what they used to oh, have. Oh yeah, here is your chat. Well, Sorry. okay. Play the rest of this thing. Seven minutes left in the fourth, but. Um... I had a whole bunch of comments I was going to share around Tibbs waiting too long to start making some rotations in the first quarter and Clyde saying they had no defensive identity, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I think I'm just going to pose one question to you guys. What the actual fuck did we just witness? And was that even a fucking basketball game? I mean, like no one showed up. What the fuck? So what the actual fuck was that? How do you explain that? And uh, fuck Edmund Sumner, too. It's a hard next life. Hope to pay out. No, no way to explain that. By the way, before the game, I don't know if you remember, but Rebecca was saying that she spoke to Obi, and Obi was saying that tonight, like they've lo- they lost before that game seven straight against the Nets all last season. They got swept by them and he said that tonight she said that Obi said tonight that streak ends mm. how'd that work out so yeah about as well as Dickie's you know prediction that they were gonna crumble what else who else okay, is that it one more to go here here we go hey boys it's Brandon just finished the game I don't know man first off look our defensive scheme is not what it used to be. So I know that we were going to take a hit, Jalen, on the defensive end, which is fine. Um, but it's almost like, yeah, our defense isn't great. We should not be letting these teams like the Pistons hang around. To be honest, it was a close game. We could have lost tonight. I'm glad we got the W, but again, is Tibbs offensive schemes becoming predictable. Did he mean offensive schemes or defensive schemes? I mean, most of the call was about defense, so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about it. I think we hit on that earlier, so. We did let them hang around. That's why the other day when they were up so big against Minnesota, Craig, you tweeted out how much, how great it was. And I was like, this is the same thing. Yeah, that, that really with the Hawks. didn't feel. They were playing. First of all, I don't think we played that well. The Wolves were so bad in that game. 
They were terrible. And we were hitting a lot of threes, but they were terrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we did just barely beat a bad Detroit team at home. So I don't, I don't feel that good after tonight's win. After this last win, not. At I didn't all. even have Cade Cunningham, and it was it was a I struggle. No, you can't because even if you're happy, again with the way RJ played tonight and Jalen played tonight, again it comes back to the fact they played Detroit Pistons. So, you know, you you can't you can't be happy coming away tonight at this point. I mean, Brandon is right about. I don't know what's happened with the defense, though. To go from where we were two years ago in his first season, I know part of it is the you know the, the players and certain players, but still to fall as far as we have, I mean, that's that's a big drop off. A big drop off. Yeah. I don't know why you're still talking about this. Like the news, the music's been playing for the news every week. Every week, Every week. Right. It's like we were just waiting. Just like ignoring it. You can't ignore <sighs> it forever. Because I haven't right, done so it. You know, so here it is. The, so the news. This is the news with Landerson Hooper. Um, we're going to start off with the Nets. He, by the way, does um, get that name from Anderson Cooper, by the way. I know. Michael K. Yeah. Just in case Michael listening. K is listening. Yeah, just in case he's listening like 49 minutes into our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Kyrie met with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver this week, I believe it was on Tuesday, and met with Josai uh, on Friday. Josai tweeted out that he and his wife had met with uh, Kyrie, and both of them, uh, both Adam Silver and Josai, have come away from these meetings saying that they don't believe that Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic. Um, you do have a number of players that have spoken out now and think that it's time that he gets back on the court. I know LeBron uh, was was talking about that. I think he tweeted about that. The Nets have have given out they they put out like this list of like six things that they said he had to do before he was allowed back on the court. So right now he's missed four four games. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. The Nets um, announced that Jacques Vaughn was officially going to be the head coach for the remainder of this year, and he signed through next year uh, as well. How did that Uh, happen, by the way? How? Yeah. Well, apparently the Nets were being pushed behind the scenes by people in the NBA offices uh, to not hire Ime Adoka because it was just a really bad look. Okay. So from what... Is being reported. It, it is being reported that like multiple days before Steve Nash even stepped down, that they were negotiating with Udoka. But I guess with everything else going on, I guess the NBA stepped in and was like, "This is not a, wow, not a good idea." Yeah. Um, just a couple of things here. The the Heat have to, out of nowhere, just rename their arena. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's the FTX Arena in Miami. FTX is a crypto company that just went bankrupt and the 30 year old guy who uh started the company was worth like 16 billion dollars at the beginning of this week and now he has nothing so you know that ftx like everyone on twitter was going nuts because it's fat dicks ftx yep obviously yeah yeah oh god you're so (laughs) that's just that's 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 not not even funny it's undeniable ftx is not like clt fat dicks how do you say it? How do you say it? It make sense. Say it then. Say, say what? It. Sound out those letters. FedEx. There you go. FedEx, he just said it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and just in a really, this, this is like kind of strange, but uh, Dwight Howard uh, did not get a call from an NBA team this year, and he is headed to Taiwan to play uh, in the Taiwan Leopards uh, in the island's top division, uh, he said the what he was leopards, the Tao Yuan leopards. Okay, <laughs> Tao Yuan. All right. Uh, apparently, he was really upset and disappointed when he didn't make the top seventy-five list that came out last year. He was really angry about that. That made him question whether or not he he still wanted to play basketball. Uh, but he is he is on his way to Taiwan. He was reminded by the NBA that he didn't make the top four hundred and fifty of this year either. Four fifty. Don't you have to play to make? Don't you have to be in the NBA to make that? That yeah, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't. He couldn't even crack. Oh, there's no NBA roster. I get it. I have slow to react to that. All right. 
Uh, I went looking for some salacious stuff to cleanse our palate after a couple of weeks of really horrible stuff. But no, nothing, nothing good. Not, nothing that I could find. But I'll, I'll keep digging and hope that one day, you know, we could do somebody's banging some Instagram model rather than, you know, the stuff that we've been talking about. But that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us. That's right. You can always call us. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. Barry, what is the upcoming schedule, man? Give it to us. Sure. Sunday. Sorry, you upset about that? I'm not happy. Sunday night. You, okay, um, you know what? Not I'm Sunday sorry. night. Sunday. Randy, why don't noon. you take it? You take it. Oh, really? No, Sunday night. Barry, oh. Barry, you take it. Say what? <laughs> Sunday, set your alarm clocks because at 12 o'clock what? in the afternoon, the Knicks play against OKC at the Garden before they head out oh. west for a back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday in Utah and Denver. Next week is going to be rough. Blandy, mm-hmm. you were falling asleep in the Detroit Piston game. You you look at those first two games of the week, and you know before the season you probably thought that's a that's an easy two wins, and that is not. <laughs> that's right. Neither of those is going to be an easy game. Right. I mean, the, the, the Thunder are they're they're a tough they're out. Feisty. You know? Yeah. They, Shy Gilgis. They're tough. It. I think he averages yeah. more than thirty points a game so far this year. There was a report. I don't know if it's true. And I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. What, that, he that, he's, that he's unhappy and wants out. And Shams did have that report this years. week. The same report we've heard so many times that the Knicks are stockpiling first-round picks. They do have three of them. They might have three of them this year. Which could be enticing to someone. I don't know. Right now, um, it, you know, it's pretty pathetic, but 12 games into the season, I'm already looking at fucking Tankathon. Really? <laughs> oh man, Craig, you have 70 games really, left, really Craig. Really we looking. got 70 more games to go. Right, so we're starting it. So, right now on Tankathon, guys, Jeez. we've got. <laughs> this from a guy who said we were going to win like 46 games. And no, we're not. And he's, we he's suck. <laughs> what do you want from me? Tankathon. I'm always optimistic. 17th, 18th. And 20th pick in the draft this year. That's useless. The season ended now. All right. Well, cool. until then, we're checking Tankathon already. Until next time. That's you. Well, you're doing it with me now. It is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.